Has COVID done anything for business? Absolutely. It's proven that your business needs cloud computing more than ever. So migrate now to get optimal security and access for your work from anywhere workforce. No cloud offers more than the Microsoft Cloud. And no one gets your business into the Microsoft Cloud better than CloudForce. It's all they do. Start now at GoCloudForce.com. That's GoCloudForce.com. Handle on the news. Handle on the news. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. Everyone, get out your cameras. Ladies and gentlemen, America's sweetheart. Bill Handle. And good morning, everybody. Uh, Handle Morning Crew. It's uh, Thursday, December 17th. Uh, as we uh, continue uh, the week, uh, next week being Christmas, and it's all good stuff. December 17th, uh, a very good day. Uh, what happened December 17th, this day in history? Wright Brothers, 1903. Yep. Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Actually, not Kitty Hawk. The technical place where they uh, where that airplane actually took off was Kill Devil's Hill, but it's right outside of uh, Kitty Hawk. I have First, a little a little sheet in here every morning that says what today is, and it says it's Wright Brothers Day. But I thought that it was odd that it says Happy National Maple Syrup Day. Maple there you syrup go. got billing over the Wright Brothers. On yeah, the sheet? well, they had pancakes afterwards, and uh, the, the maple syrup, <laughs> right? Uh, First flight, how long? 12 seconds. Longest flight of the day, 59 seconds. First pilot, Orville, flipped the coin. All right. What, can... what denomination of coin? Uh, oh, that's a good point. Oh, good know. call, Wayne. I don't right. know. We, wow. had test, we had to test the limits of that hamster in your head. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I don't know. Okay. And incidentally, that right flyer, that airplane is in the Smithsonian. The Air and Space Museum. I'm talking about that plane uh, is in there because uh, after that first flight, they uh, packed it in, uh, never flew again. The next year when they came back, uh, it was another Wright Flyer. Uh, it was uh, Wright Flyer 102, uh, 1.02. You know, it was upgraded. It's an automatic upgrade. You know, it just comes. They fly next year. That's automatically it gets better. It's very strange. All right, uh, enough of uh, weird facts and history. Uh, we've got much to talk about today, as you would think. Uh, let's say a quick hello, Jennifer Jones Lee. How you handle? And uh, Wayne Resnick, hello. Como você está? Yeah, como você está? Oh. Uh, como está você? Uh, but that's okay. Uh, never mind. Bom dia. Uh, no, it's not como está você. You know what? I've lost my Portuguese. It's gone. You know that. Uh, in any case, uh, it's uh, Alex. Good morning. Morning. And uh, John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. Yeah, later on, I've got a Disneyland story, and I have to ask you a question about it. Oh, sweet. Uh, I was actually yeah, at seven, Downtown Disney last night. Yeah. Oh, you were? Okay. Seven. All right. Seven at 7.50. What'd you do there at Downtown Disney, by the way? Uh, you know, my wife and I have started a yearly tradition of just getting a Christmas ornament, a Disney Christmas ornament from Disney every year. And, oh. Uh, so we do and that. what? Uh, 59.95? Uh, no, it was actually... That's for the cheap ones, right? Yes, those are the those are the ones where that's actually on the big tree on top of uh, the ones that are in downtown. But no, ours was like, it was like, I think like yeah. 30 after discount, so... Uh, real quick one, uh, Jennifer sent me a Christmas ornament, 
that's the one I didn't give the homeless uh, shelter because it was personalized. And thank you for that. No tree to hang it on, you know. I know that. Uh, so it's just sort of, uh, yeah. I don't quite know where I'm going to put it, but it's still. Just, I figured you could just use it as holiday decor. That's it? One holiday decor, one Christmas ornament at the house? Yeah. Stuck somewhere uh, with double adhesive tape? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Velcro it to the wall. Yeah. What, is, there a, is there a photograph of this item somewhere, or can there be? Oh, yeah. You know what? I will take a photograph of that item, because well, it's darling. It really is. And it's it's... A, it's a whole crew-based ornament. Yeah, no, it's very personalized. It's yeah. uh, actually a lot of thought went into that, and hopefully a lot of money. Uh, okay, <laughs> guys, uh, let's do it. Handle on the news. Jennifer, Wayne, me, lead story. Well, numbers of the pandemic uh, are uh, getting even more horrific. Uh, L.A. County uh, hit really hard. We've gone from one of the best places to one of the worst places. One in 80 people now have COVID in LA County. Highest number of deaths since the pandemic uh, began. And uh, the number of beds that are available, uh, virtually none. Virtually none. And they have not yet set up uh, those massive field hospitals yet. There's been a couple here and there, but that's about it. Orange County, we've seen a lot more. Yeah, but, you know, maybe it's why set them up if you don't have the staff to take care of people. And I think they're doing triage or they're talking about triage. Those people most likely to survive, they're actually spending time with. Those people that are not going to survive, uh, they can't talk to family other than uh, through a phone or a laptop or a, a, what do you call it, a tablet. And uh, they die by themselves, and uh, is a nurse next to them? Sometimes not, because a nurse is running around, and you you don't know when someone's actually going to die when they slip into a coma or whatever. It's horrible. And there's friction. As to this problem of staffing, there's friction now, because the state waived uh, the normal patient-nurse ratios that are required. And the and the nurses unions are fighting back, saying that's not cool in intensive care. But what are you uh, going to do? A nurse is supposed to have two patients. And they said now you can have three. But some in the nurses union are saying, no, no, we can't handle three. Well, it's what do you do then? I mean, now here's the question he asked the union. What do we do? OK, so they have two. The third one is down the hall. And you say it's been a pleasure. Catch you on the other side. All right, the, uh, this next story really fast. It, it drives me nuts, this first line in it. U.S. officials say they're actively negotiating for additional purchases of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine after passing up a chance to lock in a contract this summer. And the reason this drives me nuts is because what the U.S. officials were doing this summer is they were getting the same amount of doses from everybody right. because they didn't know what was going to work. So how do and you say which, they passed right. up makes it sound like they were like, eh, screw it, we're only going to need X amount. No, that's not what the point was. Well, now the question is how much would it have cost to get that option for the additional 500 million doses or whatever it was or 100 million doses? And... Uh, you know, you can't blame uh, the administration on this one. They bought those doses or funded uh, in many cases, and I think in all cases except for Johnson & Johnson, 
uh, the research and then purchased uh, the options to buy or actually purchased the vaccine across the board. Right. It wasn't like they just yeah, chose so, one company. Uh, you know, yeah. And the Democrats are ripping into the administration for this. And that is a cheap shot unless it would have been very easy to uh, get the, that option. And we don't know the answer to that. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, what, maybe what they could have done, and I'm not criticizing them because it's hindsight, is to have a second part of the deal, which is a pot like if you're approved, we get first crack at yeah, another yeah. $500 yeah, we million. But, we, but we're not obligated until you're approved. Yeah, so it's... Uh, uh, you know, you're right. It's it's all hindsight on this one. Let's take a break. Uh, KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Jennifer Jones Lee. Run, run, Rudolph. to make it in town. And uh, good morning, Bill Handel. Thursday morning uh, on uh, December 17th, uh, Wright Brothers Day. Uh, huge fan of uh, Wright Brothers for sure. All right, let's uh, continue on and move more into handle on uh, the news. Uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne, and me. According to the World Health Organization, the Asia-Pacific region uh, may not have the COVID-19 vaccine until the middle or even the end of next year. And this is a worldwide thing. You know, if you have half the globe vaccinated but the other half not, we're still going to have a problem, at least yep. at the global level. Uh, although uh, the head of the uh, World Health Organization has said, I think, uh, well, we don't know the date, but there will be a, a time, uh, and maybe it may take the end of next year or into 2022, where there will be enough uh, vaccine for effectively the entire world. And that will be paid for by the developing countries, the World Health Organization, because I cannot imagine uh, the U.S., Europe, the wealthier nations uh, around the world not kicking in to vaccinate people. First of all, it's dirt cheap relative to, uh, you know, feeding people is a daily occurrence. Uh, Getting them clean water is a huge effort. Giving them a shot, uh, that's fairly cheap. Although, you know, uh, know, the kids are dying of diphtheria, uh, which there are vaccines out there. Uh, They're, you know, all over the world, they're dying. Uh, So... We'll see. But I think I think we're going to genuinely beat this thing uh, within a couple of years. Well, if you heard a sacre blue coming from the French president, that's because he tested positive for the Rona. And when you have a top official like that who tests positive for COVID-19, then everybody has to get tested who has been around him. And so you've got all these EU officials now who have been told, uh, hey, you need to isolate for a while. Now, Macron apparently did have symptoms. We're not hearing about what his symptoms were, but he did have some sort of symptoms. And then his wife is 67 years old, and she says she will self-isolate, but not reporting any COVID symptoms so far. And he's 43. Yeah. And then world leaders, leaders, how many world leaders have gotten COVID? Quite a few. I mean, a handful. Nobody has died yet. No. Uh, but some of guy, I think Boris Johnson was sick. He was much sicker than was being reported. Yeah, I mean, he was. Now you saw that video of him in the hospital, and boy, he looked uh, like crap. Uh, he did. Uh, but so far, you know, there hasn't been any who have died. So I guess that's good news. But look how many world leaders. But then they hang out with a lot of people too. 
Oh, sure. Uh, you know, a lot of people, unlike us, I mean, it's kind of hard uh, to quarantine and still run a country. Although, you know, uh, Johnson did. I'm sure uh, Macron is going to. Yeah, that's what he said. He said he's yep. going to quarantine, but he's still going to run things from home. Yep. Well, in D.C., uh, closer, but still no cigar. Money for nothing and your chicks They're getting closer to another round of uh, COVID-19 relief, but they don't have an actual agreed-upon framework yet. It looks like some things are pretty certain. There'll be an extension of unemployment benefits. There'll be a federal unemployment benefits supplement and another round of stimulus checks to most people, this time $600 instead of $1,200. And it's uh, and, and the problem is, and uh, their workers are going to be screwed because simply the delay is because when you talk about federal help, there's two different kinds. Uh, and I'm not just talking about one is unemployment benefit, one is a uh, a direct payment. The direct payment comes from Treasury. Here you go. Unemployment benefits go through the states, and the bureaucracy is multiplied. Uh, and there is no national system, and I'm not arguing that there should be uh, for unemployment benefits, uh, but it's particularly difficult. And uh, But they're going to come to a deal uh, before they go. Both Mitch McConnell and McConnell said this. I think Pelosi certainly didn't refute it, uh, is we're here until this thing passes. That's simple. That's it. And this may go on 24 hours a day. We've seen that happen before where uh, Congress sits for 24 hours a day for days, through weekends, through holidays, to try to get a bill passed. Uh, Break time. Jennifer, you want to take it from here? Hey, we're back, everybody. Bill Handel, Morning Crew. Thursday morning, uh, December 17. Uh, Let's continue on. More Handel on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne, me. In Long Beach, they're getting hero pay. At least the city council has now passed a resolution and it'll get voted on in January. This is hero pay, they're calling it, for grocery store workers. It's essentially hazard pay. And the Long Beach uh, mayor already said that he will approve it as soon as it hits his desk. Now, L.A. County also is talking about this, or L.A. City, I should say. And uh, theirs would be an extra five bucks an hour until the county's risk level falls to yellow. I, I You know, even if the stores have to tack on a little bit extra to our yeah, food. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I it is ha- fine it is, with that. It is genuinely hazard pay with the number of people that go through and the risk factor. Now, hero pay... Ah, everybody's a hero, right? We're all heroes. I knew this would yeah. trigger you. You know, someone in the service, thank you. You're a hero. What do you do? Uh, I'm a barber. I cut hair, but you're still a hero. Just, uh, yes. okay, thank you very much. Uh, the guy who pulls people out of fires runs in. That's a hero. The guy who cuts hair is not. The guy who makes sure you have food every day? And stocks no, not the a, shelves? Not a, no, not a hero. Uh, that's, uh, it's uh, either someone who works, distribution. I mean, it's it's riskier, but, all right, let me just move on. I'm just trying know? to get you in trouble. I know, you're not going to get me in trouble on that one. That's my pet peeve. That and the first, you know, black, Hispanic, woman, you know, that is in this position, that drives me crazy too. Those are my two t- pet peeves. Other than that, I'm the nicest guy in the world, and I accept everything. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. What a whopper you just said. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, pasties permitted. A confusing ruling from a judge in San Diego definitely allows a couple of strip clubs to stay open despite health orders. And people are saying this confusing order may allow all restaurants to reopen. Yeah, what, what's not happening is there's no science that's connected to any of this. Wayne, you brought this up time and time again. Let's look at where the transmission is coming from. And it's certainly, well, strip clubs are so few and far between, actually, that it's hard to determine what the transmission rate is. But uh, they're saying, hey, if you're doing, if you're opening that, then why can't strip clubs be open? Yeah, but what the judge did, he didn't just say, yes, these two strip clubs have a case and they can stay open. He said that his order applies to, and I'm quoting from the order, San Diego County businesses with restaurant services... And it exempts them from shutdowns and any related orders involving live adult entertainment. So if you just take the words of his order, it kind of looks like every restaurant can open up again. Yeah, that'll change. That'll change because uh, in the end, an administrative order, a health order that's issued by an administrative agency or the governor's office uh, that's going to uh, certainly supersede uh, a judge uh, as it goes up on appeals. It's only the 12th time since the 1900s that California has seen its population go down. Oh, that'll change. It'll be the, th- the 13th time next year and then the 14th time the year after. So the news came out yesterday that the new population estimate was that 135,600 more people left the state than moved here. Now, granted, we're still like a country, for goodness sakes. There are so many people here. But we did see the state's in the population increase just 0.05 percent. But that still makes us far more than any other state. Uh, and I'm going to cover uh, this uh, at 7.20. I have a whole story here, not only the stats and stats that came out this morning, uh, but what's happening. And then there's a huge question that's not being asked or answered. And I'm going to share that with you. And it's a fundamental question that no one is dealing with. And that's coming up at 7.20. Uh, a woman from Menifee's pleaded guilty to fraudulently getting Half a million bucks in unemployment benefits. She was buying identities, real people's identities from uh, the dark net, and then using that to submit claims. And here's how she was caught. And this does actually happen somewhat often. Traffic stop. Just this traffic stop, and they notice that she has in the car eight unemployment debit cards with other people's names on them. Mm. Hey, uh, uh, let me ask you a question, uh, Wayne. Uh, this is a federal case, it and is. she's looking at 10 years, uh, up to 10 years in federal prison. Now, the fact that she took advantage of the pandemic and committed this fraud, how much does uh, the pandemic issue exacerbate uh, her sentence? How much do you think a judge would pay attention to that? I would think a lot. Now, mathematically, no. In, in, other, in terms of moving the numbers for her, But once the judge has his set of numbers, yeah, I would imagine she would get more of a sentence than somebody who got $500,000 
some other way or from some other program. Yeah, because it seems to me particularly egregious. Uh, people are dying and taking care, uh, taking advantage of the pandemic uh, while government is trying to deal with it is uh, that's pretty disgusting stuff. Yep. All right, let's uh, take a break and we'll come back and we'll finish it up. And a story that, Jen, this one's for you coming up, uh, and uh, uh, you're not particularly happy with oh, this, no. nor, nor should you be. All right, uh, let's go ahead. And, uh, Has COVID done anything for business? Absolutely. It's proven that your business needs cloud computing more than ever. So migrate now to get optimal security and access for your work from anywhere workforce. No cloud offers more than the Microsoft Cloud. And no one gets your business into the Microsoft Cloud better than CloudForce. It's all they do. Start now at GoCloudForce.com. That's GoCloudForce.com. You don't have to shout about you and uh, back we are. Bill Handel, morning crew. Thursday morning, uh, December 17th. Let's go ahead and finish up. Handle on the news, Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne, and uh, me. And the story you were talking about that you said I wouldn't like, I definitely don't. But we keep hearing more and more about puppy scams up 280% during the pandemic compared to last year. And I have a friend who he and I, what, I don't even know, 20 years ago, were on the Arnold Schwarzenegger bus tour when Gray Davis was being recalled. They put all of these reporters on buses and all these photogs. He was a photog for Fox. He is a smart, smart guy who has traveled around the world. Incredible guy. He just texted me the other day. He lives here in Los Angeles. He got scammed by one of these. Yeah, buy a puppy. Uh, Here we are. Particularly people want uh, dogs now because they're at home and uh, they're not leaving the house. And then the puppy scammers go out. Look at this. Healthy, beautiful puppy. Here's the photo. And uh, they're being sold all over or the puppies don't exist. And there are ways of uh, dealing with it. But I'm not going to go through the list. Uh, maybe you'll put the list up um, on uh, your uh, page, sure, Jennifer. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, let's do that. Uh, you know, common red flags. Yeah. It's you know, just... like uh, you have a puppy with a heart beating on the outside. That's a problem. Let's move on. It's more than that. The city of Paris, France, has been fined over gender inequities in the uh, mayor's staff. But there's a twist. They were fined for having too many women in appointed management positions because France has a law that uh, no more than 60% of appointments to public service management positions can be held by one gender. They had uh, 69% of the jobs in the Paris mayor's office were held by women. So they had to pay the equivalent of about 110 grand. And yeah, the mayor, and the the mayor, mayor said, proud to pay, proud to pay. I know. And it's a woman mayor who has women and she goes, I'll gladly pay this. All right. The Negro leagues are now recognized as part of major league baseball. I guess I didn't realize that it that they weren't classified as that. But now MLB just announced yesterday that it would, in fact, reclassify the Negro Leagues as a major league. Well, the players, I guess, uh, within the uh, uh, Major League Baseball for the stats. For example, Satchel Paige may have been the greatest pitcher in the history of baseball if you look at uh, his pitching record. And it was completely ignored and uh, some of the greatest players couldn't play in baseball because it was all white until uh, Jackie Robinson broke through. And that's when Negro Leagues disappeared. 
is when uh, Jackie Robinson. So that was the first. Uh, Jackie Robinson was the first. Who was the second black player? You know? Ooh, I, c- I could have named the first. I don't yeah. know. I think it was John Roseboro. And uh, he was also a Dodger. And correct me if I'm wrong on that, but uh, let's let's look that up to see if I'm right. Uh, and I'm not even a baseball fan. And if I'm wrong, by the way, I will resign this position. <laughs> no, you won't. Please. You're right. Oh, man. Uh, well, this is a follow-up to something that we reported on. Uh, a prisoner in uh, Minnesota serving a life sentence for murder has been released. Because a recent investigation, I mean, this guy's been in prison for 18 years, recent investigation by the AP and uh, APM, American Public Media, found that this was one of the worst prosecutions maybe ever, a murder conviction and a life sentence based entirely on one eyewitness who was 120 feet away from a shooting. It was a shooting where a little girl was inside her house and, and caught, unfortunately, a stray bullet. Later, they found out that other witnesses that were involved in the shooting said, oh, yeah, we lied. We were bribed by the cops to finger this guy, yeah, et cetera, was, et cetera. Yeah, this is so, pretty egregious. Let's do one more of uh, a police misconduct, because this is an important case, and the video is extraordinary here. The, sh- the Chicago mayor has apologized to a social worker whose house was wrongly raided by cops and who didn't allow this woman to put any clothes on before handcuffing her. Isn't that crazy? It's men, it's female and male cops. Uh, She's screaming, you got the wrong house, you have the wrong house. It turned out to be, uh, but the way they treated her. She's stark naked in bed. They handcuff her. They will not let her even get dressed. Uh, I mean, that just screams violations, right? Can you imagine... I mean, that is uh, that that's hard to believe that every one of those cops, by the way, should be at least suspended, if not tossed off the police force for the sheer inhumanity of this. All right. The humiliation. Two things really fast. I did post that list on my Twitter and I tagged you in it. So at JJLKFI for the red flags for puppy scams and the second baseball player uh, after Jackie Robinson, the next black baseball player after him was... Yes, for the Dodgers, it was Dan Bankhead. Oh, so where was Roseboro? Mm, oh, well, I don't know that. I just got the second guy. Because I, didn't I ask uh, me where he, yeah, he had to be in the top five or the top three. Unbelievable. All right, so uh, Darby, Roseboro, names sound the same. It's easy to confuse those two. Okay. Uh, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, please disregard everything that I said about baseball. Uh, uh, it's completely irrelevant and uh, not attributable to this case. Okay, guys, uh, we are done. Yeah, that's right. Papadillas and all these sides are just $6. Wings, chicken poppers, cheese sticks, garlic knots, desserts, they're all just 6 bucks at papajohns.com. Ah!